Slava Jesus Christus, Slava Glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Basil doing another podcast, and I'm continuing my throughout Lent talking about Old Testament, and eventually I'll be talking about New Testament figures who were important in the uh, development of our faith that we have today and you know I've talked about Moses and Abraham and David and other people like that today I'm going to talk about the prophet Elijah some of you may have heard of him before some of you may have not he's a very famous prophet who God um gave the Holy Spirit to to um, fight against adultery. And adultery is when we worship things that are not from God. Things that are not God. So we commit the sin of idol- idolatry when uh, you know we worship idols, we worship things of this earth. When we make things of this earth uh, like God. And in the Old Testament, there was many times when the people, even the Israelites, would worship idols. And uh, this time when I, um, Elijah was there, uh, was on the earth, they were worshiping this idol called Baal, B-A-A-L, Baal. And this is the story of how Elijah defeated the priests of Baal, those false prophets. This comes from the book of 1 Kings. So Ahab sent to all the Israelites and assembled the prophets at Mount Carmel. Elijah then came near to all the people and said, How long will you go limping with two different opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But of Baal, then follow him. The people did not answer him a word. Then Elijah said to the people, I, even I only, am left a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophet, number 450, let two bulls be given to us. Let them choose one bull for themselves, cut it in pieces, and lay it on the wood, but put no fire to it. I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood, but put no fire to it. Then you call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. The God who answers by fire is indeed God. All the people answered, Well spoken. Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Choose for yourselves one bull and prepare it first, for you are many. Then call the name of your God, but put no fire to it. So they took the bull that was given them, prepared it, and called on the name of Baal from morning till noon, crying, O Baal, answer us. But there was no voice and no answer. They limped about the altar that they had made. At noon, Elijah mocked them, saying, Cry aloud. Surely he is a god. Either he is meditating or he has wandered away. 
or he's on a journey, or perhaps he's asleep and must be awakened. Then they cried aloud, and as was their custom, they cut themselves with swords and lances until the blood gushed out over them. As midday passed, they raved on until the time of the offering of the oblation, but there was no voice, no answer, no response. Then Elijah said to the people, Come closer to me. And all the people came closer to him. First he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been thrown down. Elijah took twelve stones, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be your name. With the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. Then he made a trench around the altar, large enough to contain two measures of seed. Next he put the wood in the order, cut the bull in pieces, and laid it on the wood. He said, Fill four jars with water, and pour it on the burnt offering and on the wood. Then he said, Do it a second time. Then they did it a second time. Again he said, Do it a third time. They did it a third time. So that the water ran all around the altar and filled the trench also with water. At the time of the offering of the oblation, the prophet Elijah came near and said, O Lord, God of Abraham and Isaac and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, that I am your servant, that I have done all these things at your bidding. Answer me, O Lord, answer me, so that this people may know that you are, O God, O Lord, our God, and that you have turned their hearts back. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering, the wood, the stones, and the dust, and even licked up the water that was in the trench. When all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, The Lord indeed is God. The Lord indeed is God. Elijah said to them, Seize the prophets of Baal. Do not let one of them escape. Then they seized them, and Elijah brought them down to the Wadi Kishon, and killed them there. So, this story of the prophet Elijah and those false prophets of Baal tells us a few things. So, when we're prophets of the Lord, when the Lord tells us, calls us to um tell the truth in this world, we're going to have a lot of enemies. Just like Elijah had a lot of enemies from those prophets of Baal. And a lot of people in this world are going to try to pervert the truth of God. A lot of people in this world are going to try to be like those prophets of Baal and try to influence people to turn away from God. And in our world today, it's almost going back to those times of these false idols where people in our world are worshiping things that are not of God. You know, we are worshiping false idols. Money, we worship money, we worship you know, sex, pornography, we're worshipping drugs, alcohol, we're worshipping all these material goods that are not from God. And when people speak out about this, 
we are persecuted just like Elijah was, you know? And we have to trust that God is going to show his power. Trust that our Lord God is going to show the people of this world just like he showed those false prophets of Baal that what they are doing is wrong. And sometimes it's going to be very hard for us to do that because we are the minority right now. True Christians are the minority in the world, especially here in North America and Canada. We are so overwhelmed by people who are worshiping false gods. And I said, they're worshiping those things of this world that are not helping for their salvation. All those sinful actions that they're doing, just like in the Old Testament, we had those prophets of Baal, those false prophets who were trying to turn people away from God. And the devil is really influencing us in this world today. He's, he's making, he's tempting us to do all these sinful actions to, you know, to, uh, to, to worship things that are not godly. Like I said, the big things in our world today is money, you know, we all are worship, you know, so many people in this world are worshiping money. That money is the only thing they think of these days. They want expensive goods. They want to go on trips and holidays. They want to you know, buy expensive clothes and cars and houses and, you know, do all these things with their financial means. And Oftentimes, that turns people away from God, right? Because if we're worshiping money that much, if we are putting money as our God, we're not having time for praying to God. We're not giving time to pray for God's mercy upon our souls. And of course, there's other things. There's the you know, the worship of, of pleasure and sex and drugs and alcohol and all those other things that people do in our world as well. All those sinful temptations that we have. And the devil is, is trying to tell us, you know, we don't need God. All we need is these things to make us happy. But those things don't make us happy. Those sinful actions will never give us eternal happiness. They will actually, in the end, destroy us. They will destroy our souls. And, 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 but the devil, just like these, these uh, uh, false prophets of Baal, they influence the people. These things in the world influence us. You know, they, they think that we, it makes us feel good when we have all these things in the world, when we have all this money, when we have all this pleasure, when we have all these things to make us happy. But yet, are we really happy? 
Are we really satisfied with the things of this world? If we don't have God, we really have nothing. Because God has given everything in this world. So everything is owned by God. Right? And, and we have to worship him. And sometimes, like I said, just like Elijah, we'll, have, we'll be confronted by evil people. Like Elijah, we'll be confronted by people who are telling lies, who are misusing the things of this world for sinful purposes and who are trying to influence people to do the same. And when we try to when we try to confront them, we will be persecuted. But we have to trust that like Elijah, we will have that power of the Spirit and show the people that their evil ways are not going to win. That God is always going to be on our side. Right? So we have to take courage. We have to take courage and have faith that God is going to be there with us till the very end. God bless you today. Have a great day.